It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Well, it certainly wasn't pretty, but the uh, Broncos pulled out a gutty 24-22 win in Buffalo last night. Their third win in a row. And at the end of the first half, after rushing on the field to kick a field goal, Sean Payton decided to do it again at the end of the game. First kick, wide right. But too many men on the field for Buffalo. Will Lutz gets a second opportunity, drills it, and they win the game. Payton on that frantic final sequence. It's not chaotic. It's not chaotic. It's really not. I mean, it's... They had 12 guys on the field, but we do it all the time. I mean, sometimes when you're doing that, as opposed to coming out of a huddle, thinking about it, it's a little bit easier. But I, it's not real that it's really that it's not really that difficult. Yeah, you had some people second guessing the decision. I don't know, uh, making the Bills burn timeouts, making sure there'd be no time whatsoever for. Josh Allen to huck it down the field and maybe get their own pass interference call to put mm-hmm. them into field goal position, run the risk of a long kickoff. Plus, Mark, the, the, the two previous times that they, you know, lined up traditionally to kick, Lutz missed one on an extra point, and the other one was was dropped on the snap. So, hey, it all worked out. Yeah, I don't mind it. And he's right. It's not that chaotic. We used to we used to do it all the time. You know, the end of game drill where you don't have any timeouts, come shuffling off there. It's pretty... You got everybody huddled up on the sideline. You know what you're going to do. So it's not like you're going to screw it up like the Bills did. And you had just done it. Yeah. Earlier in the in the game. Yeah, I'm with him. It's not that chaotic. It's not that. It's not that crazy. And and I said that earlier, and I hadn't heard that sound yet. That oftentimes you don't have time to think about it as a kicker. You just got to go out there, roll out there, and do what you do. So I don't mind it. You know, obviously it was great that uh, we got the. Uh, we got the too many men on the field penalty because otherwise, you know, you, you've lost that game. So thank you to the Bills for screwing that up. Next on the morning brew, Russell Wilson, another high percentage passing game. Not a, again, a ton of yards, 25 of uh, 24, 29 for 193 yards, but two touchdowns, no interceptions, a couple of really nice uh, flip passes, uh, a couple third down conversions on that uh, big last drive. And, in back-to-back games, he can brag about beating Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. We're going to enjoy this win, though. We're going to celebrate. Um, you know, we're going to uh, have some fun. And, uh, you know, this is this is a huge one. This is a good football team we just played. And, uh, obviously, the past couple weeks, we've been playing some really good, good teams. Um, so, to beat the Chiefs, to beat these guys, um, you know, sets the standard of who we should be and who we can be and who we're going to be. What did you think of his performance? thought it was good. I mean, I thought there were some third downs, some easy bunny throws that, he just missed that he didn't look very good on. But, um, hey, man, that's, you know, that's the way they're playing it right now, close to the vest. They're, they're not, eh, um, give it to the running backs two or three times, you know, or two times and, and try to convert a third and four. I mean, that's kind of where they are right now. That's kind of who they are right now. And, and you know, some of, the, some of the throws he made I thought were good. Some of the throws he didn't make. Some of the decisions, you know, to scramble. All that stuff was good. The throw he made to Corlin Sutton in the end zone for the touchdown, I mean, you know, it gets overshadowed. It gets overshadowed by Corlin's the the acrobatics and the just spatial awareness to get both feet in. That overshadows the throw, but he 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 beats a free runner, beats a free runner, scrambles around, and then makes an unbelievable toss 
where only his guy can catch it. And um, I just thought that was a remarkable play. Next on the morning brew. Oh, yeah, Kraken fan. You want to boo Kale McCarr? Take that. Tatar to the outside, Ryan Johansson. Caleb Jones, McCarr to the line. Tatar, McCarr for the shot. He scores! Kale McCarr and Tomas Tatar combined. Three to one, Colorado. Kraken TV. Sounded like a uh, song from Shaka Khan. Tatar, McCarr, Tatar. McCarr. Tatar McCarr. Tatar McCarr. Everybody with Tatar McCarr. I can't say it again. Avalanche. Despite giving up the first goal, stop me if you've heard this before, to Seattle for the 10th straight game, then storms back and, and beats the Kraken 5-1. to one. That was a gut check performance after how they played against St. Louis, how Jared Bednar called them out, and good to see that... Bednar's message did not fall on deaf ears. They they responded. It was a good win, an important win, maybe a crucial win. And now you can maybe breathe a little bit easier when it comes to the Avs. Well, I'm glad they responded because what Jared Bednar said about his team was harsh. I mean, it was that's one of those where as a player in there. If you don't respond to that, then you're not made of the right stuff. But, you know, we always praised Michael Malone last year that, hey, he may be really critical of his team, maybe to the point where some people think he goes too far, but he knows his team, right? Yeah, he yeah. knows how they'll respond. And in this case, Bednar, he's been around here a long, long time with these guys. He knows who they are, and he must feel confident in saying that kind of stuff, that they'll respond the right way, and they did. So, at least for now, crisis averted. Next on the uh, Morning Brew, speaking of Michael Malone and the Nuggets, in action tonight, taking on the Clippers. Michael Malone armed with that new contract extension that makes him one of the highest-paid coaches in the NBA. You've had uh, about a day to kind of digest it. How do you feel about the uh, decision to reward Malone? I feel great about it. Malone deserves it. It's the first time they've won a championship ever, right? 40-plus years. Is it 40 years of existence? 40-plus years? Oh, it's almost 50. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, does he deserve, deserve to be a... But do you think But do you think he still has his critics out there? Of Even course, though he's an yeah. NBA champion, he still has his critics. Oh, he doesn't have good substitution patterns and this kind of this and that. Mm-hmm. Do you think he's a good coach? Yes. I think he's a really What's good... What's his greatest strength as a coach? Managing people, which is it, which has to be your greatest strength. I mean, that, you know, we we can sit there and diagnose X's and O's all day, but if you don't connect with people, I mean, come on, it's it's hey man, like every other business, man, this is a relationship business, and if you're not in the relationship business, you know what you're doing, you're going out of business. So he manages people, he manages egos, he gets the best out of his players. You don't like his substitution patterns. Really? That's where we're going to, that's the critic. That's where we're going to go critical. He hasn't, he hasn't, you know, done enough for his rookies. He's not believing, his, you know, really? That's what we're worried about? My goodness gracious, people. That'll do it for the morning brew. Bring that to you each and every morning at 630.